A to Z Sports Primetime on a Thursday night from the Superbook Sports Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising. I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by our friends at Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford, the name you know, the brand you trust since 1983 for the best car buying experience possible. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. The Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage Intel is what the Ashton team offers too. You can get the Intel Edge with the official real estate agent of the Nashville Predators at GaryAshton.com. Superbook Sports, where you go to wager on Thursday night football, postseason baseball, NBA basketball, and everything in between. Get your first bet matched up to $1,000, win or lose, at Superbook.com. And TrueMath Fitness, a new way, a better way for you to achieve your fitness goals. You can get your first workout free as a Middle Tennessee resident at TrueMavFitness.com. So, as we get ready for the Titans and the Colts, Derrick Henry is in a situation where he has the ability to legitimately make some uh, make some history here. And as we look at the kind of things that Derrick has done over the course of his career, you understand how much more impressive it is because it's really not that long of a time frame that he's that he's been able to do this. It's basically since 2019 where they really started to lean into the idea that Derrick Henry is going to be the thing that carries them to the promised land. Maybe the back half of 2018, but certainly in 2019 is when we really saw this start to get rolling. So heading into week seven against the Colts this week, Derek needs one touchdown to tie Eddie George's franchise record for career touchdowns and two touchdowns to break it. Now, Eddie, if you remember, had 74 touchdowns during his career, lasted here in Nashville. Obviously, he had that weird, I think it was like a season or two with the Cowboys. 1996, though, to 2003 as an Oiler and a Titan reaching the end zone 64 times as a rusher and 10 receiving touchdowns. So, since Derek has come into the league in 2016, he has scored 73 touchdowns, 70 of those rushing, three receiving since his time coming in as a second-round draft pick. He obviously scored against the Commanders on October 9th, which tied Earl Campbell. 73 touchdowns, all rushing touchdowns, for second place in team history because he had the two touchdown performance. So Eddie is the franchise leader and Derek needs only two to surpass him, which is crazy, crazy. He could wait. He could easily do that this weekend um, as far as his ability to do that. So let's talk about this. How many games do you think it will take Derek Henry to pass Eddie George on the all time touchdown leader list? How many games until Derek Henry passes Eddie George? Let's talk about it together as we uh, wrap up the first half of Thursday Night Football with you. It's your Two Rivers Ford take. How many games will it take? That's your Two Rivers Ford take. And, of course, it's presented by Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford has the 2023 model year Fords available right now. You can go to Two Rivers Ford and get a brand-new Explorer F-150. By the way, touchdown Cardinals. Look like a, a defensive touchdown. I'm not sure what happened there. We'll see the replay here shortly. Either way, it's a touchdown anytime you shop with Two Rivers Ford. You can call one of their non-commissioned salespeople. The number is easy, 
1000 or you can head to tworiversford.com to check out their inventory and custom order the exact Ford you want. So reach out to Two Rivers Ford today and see for yourself what people, what everybody is talking about. Two Rivers Ford, powered by Ford, driven by people. So looking at the uh, looking at the situation for Derrick Henry, how many more games will it take? He was. We asked Derrick Henry about you know the the place in league history, and obviously Derrick is always reverent of you know the guys who came before him. Certainly. He has developed a relationship with Earl Campbell by nature of Earl being around this franchise. Uh, whenever they have these alumni weekends, which, by the way, it is Oilers and Titans alumni weekend at this game, so they will be celebrated. A lot of these dudes. Delaney is going to be the 12th Titan along with, uh, I can't remember which of the former Oilers um, he is going to you know, share the uh, sword-swinging duties with. I'll find you that answer maybe in a second. I want to say Dan Pastorini for some, some reason. Anyway, while you listen to Derrick Henry, I'll find that out. Did you, uh, did you know much about Earl Campbell uh, bef- before you came to this franchise? And, and you know, have, you known, have you gotten to know him at all through the, through the franchise? I, mean, I did win the Heisman uh, before I got here. But, um, yeah, I mean, I watched Earl. NFL Network when they showed NFL films uh, backs in the 80s. Um, he was a beast, a ram, legend. So, yeah, I was very familiar with Earl. And I got to meet him a couple of times um, throughout my career. Has he said anything as you, as you kind of get close to, you know, some of his marks? Do you guys, uh, you know, communicate at all? Uh, um, I, mean, I don't talk to him on a weekly basis, but anytime I see him, it's always encouraging words. Same with Eddie. I mean, you're you're getting close to some marks that he's set uh, and and helped set the standard for this franchise. When you're with those names and being mentioned, uh, uh, how how nice is it to be feel to be in that kind of company, Eddie and Earl? Yeah, I mean, it's always a dream come true. You know, I, I was the kid looking at the TV, watching Eddie run, and like I said, um, watching Earl uh, NFL films and all the old film on him and. You know, they are the epitome of this, this franchise and, you know, you know, the running back position as far as how they played it, the physicality, the success they had. So that'd be two guys that, you know, I, I looked up to and, um, you know, it's a drink and true to have my name associated with. So that's Derrick Henry talking about, and listen, Derrick's not overwhelming, uh, not overwhelming when he, when he gets up at the podium like that. He's not going to blow you away with his answers most of the time as far as, you know, how excited he is, but he obviously cares a great deal about this kind of stuff, and it, it matters, right? By the way, Dan Pastorini and Delaney Walker are going to be the 12th Titan, joint 12th Titan, uh, this weekend if you are heading to Lucas Oil. This game is kind of crazy as Andy Dalton takes off uh, and slides at the two-minute or in the two-minute drill, clock winding down about a minute and 15 left to go first and 10 Saints trailing 14 to 20 right now against Arizona, who hasn't won a game at home, which is crazy. Uh, I can't, I think I, either producer Reed or somebody told me that stat the other day. I can't recall, but um, I know it's, it's not one that I came up with myself, but somebody gave me that the other day. And I, I mean, it's true. It's crazy how bad they have been at home over the past two seasons. Anyway, how many more games will it take Derek to get there? So uh, I think that, uh, I think that when you look at this situation, um, Buck, the game isn't at Lucas Oil. Uh, did I say? Did I say it was? I'm sorry if I misspoke. Either way. Um, anyway, how many more games will it take for Derek to pass Eddie George? I think. 
I think he can probably do it in one. I mean, he's just coming off a two-touchdown game. Derek, when he gets – I mean, when they get inside the red zone, as long as they're, like, not a nightmare on offense this weekend, he should have multiple opportunities. Now, they're not obviously – they're not – I don't think they're necessarily going to feed him just to break the record. Mike's going to be cognizant of it, right? And obviously, it's going to matter to Derek. He'll get there at some point this season. He'll get there probably in the next two weeks – at minimum, I can't imagine a situation where it would take more than two weeks for Derrick Henry to uh, break that record. But I do think uh, I do think at this point um, that Derrick is so overwhelmingly great and he has done it in such a short time span because, yes, he has been here since 2016. But again, it's really since 2019 where he started to make this kind of traction towards you know, a Hall of Fame career. And certainly that's what Derek is on the path to do. I don't think he's there yet, but he's certainly on the way. Um, oh, my God. It looks like they're about to score. Are they about to score another pick six? Wow. This is wild. Back-to-back pick sixes for a 26-14 to 14 lead. Oh, my God. Andy Dalton. What a nightmare. I guess I'm 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 surprised how far behind uh, I am tonight than you guys because a lot of you guys are calling this as it comes out. Anyway, whoo, <laughs> that is a bad scene. It's a big deal for Arizona who's trying to get a home win. Um, but goodness, Andy Dalton, two two and four teams. This game has been pretty interesting so far after a lot of bad primetime games. And Andy looks shook. Anyway, uh, let me tell you quickly before we get into added benefits of Bud Dupree and Amani Hooker who look to be back this weekend. Let me remind you that the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage is where you go for the Intel Edge. Gary and his team will put you in a position to succeed, no matter what you are looking to do. If you are looking to sell your home, Gary will help you sell for more. He'll help you sell without any showings or staging. He'll help you find your next home while you sell your current one, even though the real estate market is red hot, and he'll help you win the buyer battle and cash in on your home equity right now. That's the kind of Intel edge that the Ashton team offers you. It's why they're the official real estate agent of me. It's why they're the official real estate agent of the Nashville Predators. They'll kill it for you as well at GaryAshton.com. So uh, a two-point conversion puts the Cardinals up, I believe now, 28-14, to two-score game, 46 seconds left in the half. It is pretty crazy at this point. Um, so as you look at the kind of things that Derek has been capable of over the course of his career, and just like to look at the the list of names around him on this is pretty crazy. In addition to becoming the first Titans Oiler player to score 75 touchdowns, when he does so, Henry can also crack the NFL's top 10 for the fewest career games needed to reach 75 touchdowns since the 1970 league merger that's nfl and afl lt ladanian tomlinson is the fastest right now 75 touchdowns in only 92 games Derek has been in 91 games if he reaches the end zone twice within the next two weeks he would pass randy moss for 10th place on that list it took moss 94 games to hit the 75 touchdown mark so right now the top 10 list looks like LT, Emmett Smith, Todd Gurley, which is crazy to think about. Jerry Rice, <laughs> Todd Gurley over Jerry Rice. Sean Alexander, Marcus Allen, Adrian Peterson, Eric Dickerson, Chuck Foreman, Randy Moss, and Derek 
who is the ability to pass Randy Moss and get into the top 10 that way. He's just such an impressive player to watch. And it's been a really good, it's been a really cool opportunity to, uh, been a really cool opportunity to cover him over the course of his career. Uh, Colts will uh, beat the F out of the Titans, says Bailey Savage. I don't know. I think I think the Colts have a better chance to push him this week than they certainly did two weeks ago. Or I mean, I guess that would have been three weeks ago. Week four is when the uh, Colts and Titans last played at Lucas Oil. I don't think it's going to be a blowout on either side. I don't think either team is capable of blowing another team out right now. They're not. Neither of them are that good. But I do think that that they have, if their offensive line problems are more are stabilized a little bit by having Dennis Kelly, a former Titan, starting on the left side, I do think that matters. Um, I do think that matters uh, uh, a lot. So, you know, I don't think the Colts are capable of beating the F out of anybody. I don't think the Titans are capable of beating the F out of anybody. But I do think that the Colts have a better opportunity to push them than they did a couple weeks ago at this point. Um, Karen O'Keefe says, I had to block Bailey Savage yesterday. Oh no. Feuding amongst yourselves in the, uh, in the streaming chat on whichever platform that you're using. Well, all I would say to you, uh, all I would say to you all is play nice children or Karen will come in there and block you. It would seem. All right. Let's, uh, uh, one more stat about Derek and then we'll move on uh, to the, uh, injuries that it looks like the Titans are getting ready to have in a better situation for the time being. One more number on Derrick Henry, though, before we do that. Additionally, Derrick Henry can can accomplish any of the following this week. There's six, uh, let's see, five, excuse me, five significant landmarks that Derrick can pass. So if he gets three rushing touchdowns, he will tie Earl Campbell for the most rushing touchdowns in franchise history. He needs 33 receiving yards to hit 1,000 career receiving yards, which would mean Eddie George and Chris Johnson, they're the only franchise players with 7,000 rushing yards and 1,000 yards receiving. Henry is 109 scrimmage yards from passing Ernest Givens for fourth place on the franchise's all-time career scrimmage yards list. He can record his third consecutive 100-yard game this season. It would be his 31st in his career where he tops the century mark. One rushing touchdown, he would register his fifth consecutive game with at least one rushing touchdown and would tie the franchise record, which he shares with Earl Campbell and DeMarco Murray. The last time Derek did this was in 2019 and then again in 2020. So he's uh, he's going to be in a good spot. Um, so do you think Henry is going to have more career touchdowns than Randy Moss? Oh, I mean, I don't think anybody's saying that he's going to have more career uh career touchdowns than Randy Moss. I, I don't think anybody's making that argument, but I'm looking at him and saying, yeah, he can do it in a, he can do it at a faster rate than Randy Moss did it, which I think would be, I mean, it's not as impressive, but I do think that, you know, Derek does get more opportunities than I think the average running back. And he scores at a higher rate than the average running back. Of course, 156. If that, I don't know if that's Moss's number, but that is a, you know, that's obviously a crazy number. Derek, I don't think Derek is going to play, you know, he would basically need to better more than double his production over the remainder of his career to reach 156. Um, that's that, you know, I don't think that's, I don't think anybody's talking about it that way. Certainly not. All right, let's move on and let's talk about the added benefit of a couple of Titans who are looking like they're going to return this week. Who benefits more with their returning player? The pass rush with Bud Dupree 
or the secondary getting Amani Hooker back? Let's go through this and give me your answers wherever it is that you're watching the show. In the meantime, I will remind you that Superbook Sports is where you go to take the fight to Vegas this football season, this basketball season, this baseball season. You have the ability to take on the best odds makers in the business on the strip. Superbook Sports will match your first bet up to $1,000, win or lose. That's why they're the best, because they'll take care of you, and they want to give you an opportunity to enjoy this with basically no stakes. No fancy computer algorithms, no guys from across the pond setting lines for American sports, just the best team of odds makers in the business behind the counter at the Superbook. So download the Superbook Sports app, visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem, call the Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789. So, as you look at the situation for the pass rush and the secondary, who benefits more by getting a player back who obviously these both guys, both of these guys um, are critical to their success. Justin Parr says Amani Hooker, uh, Karen agrees, Seth, Eric, goodness, Jacob, Aubrey, nobody thinks Bud. Secondary, okay, Mark Jones says pass rush with secondary benefit with Bud Dupree back. I, that's what I, I, I agree with Mark. I think that's the position that I would take because I think Bud helps both of those things. Amani, you know, to have them both back is great. But I think Bud affects both of those things in meaningful ways because if you have a better rush, the guys don't have to cover as long. Keeps, you know, it can help protect a secondary that right now needs a little bit of protection because they're giving up a lot of explosive plays. Bowie was good, you know, came at the right time. Personally, I mean, not for the team, but for me, yeah. uh, you know, I'm able to go out there and get some uh, some time needed off you know, to um, to get back to 100, percent um, continue to grind away. You feel like the explosiveness, all that, is back just based on what you've seen so far? Yeah, I feel like I'm be good. And, uh, most thing is, man, you know, just going through some small knickknack injuries throughout the season, man, you just gotta have an opportunity to be able to just sit down and let, it, let everything catch up with itself. And all the training, the rehab, everything just catch up. So that's Bud Dupree in the locker room yesterday, uh, seeming like he's going to play. So I think Bud benefits both sides of things. They have not been bad pressuring the quarterback, even though Bud's been in and out of lineup, but there's no question that Bud makes a difference, right? The last time we saw him play was against the Colts. He obviously, he had, did he force or recover a fumble? Either way, he was involved with one of the turnovers that the Titans ended up getting, three total turnovers of of the Colts and, you know, causing Matt Ryan to fumble and interceptions. Um, Bud was a, a a part, is a consistent part of that when he is available. The problem is he has not been consistently available. Eric Alonzo asks a good question that I'd have to look up the answer for. How many games has Bud Dupree played for the Titans? So let me look this up on pro football reference because that was something that I was thinking about today. You know, just generally like, how to how to feel about the Bud Dupree signing, um, given you know what it's been over the past couple of years. So he in uh, he has been with the Titans now for one season and what one season and five games. He has missed so he played in eleven games in twenty twenty one. I honestly thought that number was lower. So he obviously missed six games. He started in six games but played in eleven for Tennessee of a possible 17 and he has missed two so far. So he's played in a, or a, he's played in 14 games 
of a possible, oh my God, what's 17? I'm going to embarrass myself. 17 times two is 34, right? Oh God, producer Reed, give me a thumbs up or something. He's not helping. He's just braying with laughter, which means he's not helping me do the math either. So I think, I think 17 times two is 34. I can't do the math in my head or I can do the math in my head, but I don't know if I'm doing it correctly. Yes, 34. So he has played, uh, he has played in thir- 14 games of a potential 34 right now. Um, so less than half. And, you know, obviously that's not ideal. I think that uh, the return on investment, Chris Harp says on Bud, has been less than stellar. You know, and it it, it is enough, though, to make you – it's enough to make you have to think about it, right? Because he's obviously productive in those 14 games that he's played. And there's no disputing that. Like, he makes a difference when he's out there, whether you watch them on tape, whether you watch them on TV. Like, he's uh, he is a uh, he is a difference-making player for a pass rush that has a lot of different, you know – abilities to hurt you right he just he just adds to that compliment and obviously presents a higher ceiling um than somebody like weaver or ola who reminder is on ir and will miss this game plus three more games at minimum so uh Dwayne holiday says use your fingers to to do the math book no i I refuse i'd rather get it wrong than have the visual on the internet forever of me you know i'm not going to do it but counting on my fingers you guys almost got me not so fast uh, Jacob Bray says his contract is the problem. Well, he's definitely got a bigger number this year. Um, last year, it wasn't that big a deal because the cap hit, I think, was below $6 million. Um, Obviously, this year it went up considerably. You want him to be more productive. We are only, uh, we are only what, five? We're five games in for them. So, you know, I mean, he could miss more time. He could play the rest of the season. We have no idea how to judge it right now, but 14 of a possible 34 is often ACL. You know, I mean, I think you have to obviously grade on that curve, but I would still say that it's less than, you know, it's not, it's not been, it's not been worth it yet, but I don't think anybody needs to pass any final judgments right now. All right, let's wrap up a weekend with a weekend bounce back and get you guys back in time for halftime of what's been a pretty fun Saints Cardinals game so far. I don't know who the college, I think the college football games like Georgia Tech and uh, either UVA or Virginia Tech, either way, not a lot of great football um, being played tonight. But I will ask you the question about who needs to bounce back the most in sports. Speaking of bad football, I'm sure there's a football player or two, a franchise or two, who needs to bounce back this weekend. So let's talk about it in the comments on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, and on Twitch. Let me know who needs to bounce back most in sports this weekend. While you guys fill in with your nominees, I will remind you that TrueMath Fitness is the best place for you to get your fitness journey started, to bounce back with your fitness goals at TrueMav Fitness. Conveniently go- located downtown Nashville in the Gulch. Uh, classes at all, throughout the course of the day, early in the morning, in the afternoon. If you want to get a quick workout in on your lunch break, you want to go after in the evenings, the afternoon, they offer classes of all kinds. They offer group classes. They offer personal training. They also have an open gym concept, so you can work out as you please in your attempt to reach your fitness goals. They're there to help you and get you started with your first class free at TrueMathFitness.com. So, who needs to bounce back this weekend? Bucks, says Chris Frazier. I believe the Bucks play the Panthers on the road. I would think they would be able to bounce back. I think Sam Darnold's starting off IR because Baker, it doesn't sound like, is still right. 
Max Titan here to troll says Bama with a laughing face emoji and producer Reed just holds his holds his heart because he's still hurting over what the volunteers did him did to him last weekend. Lakers says Chris Frazier. I, I didn't see how they opened their season. I watched I watched John the Grizzlies last night. Woo! So much fun to watch that game in overtime. He's such an electric player. Uh, Bud Dupree needs to bounce back, says G-Man on base. I will take that nominee, but I will see your Bud Dupree, and I will raise you one particularly cringeworthy quarterback. He is Russell Wilson. He of the Wolverine blood. Feeling better every day, uh, you know, day by day. Obviously, it happened Monday night, but um, it's getting, it's, it, I, I heal quick. I don't know if it's Wolverine blood or what, but uh... <laughs> it's just the laugh is so cringeworthy, worthy because he's, you know, I we all occasionally do things like laugh at our own jokes, and that's funny. But just he's he's click, he's just, he just looks like he's fidgeting up there. He looks like he's uncomfortable up there. He's trying to make a joke. He's trying to. You know, be like, hey, guys, I'm hurt right now. That's why we're struggling. But also, don't worry. I'm going to be fine. I got Wolverine blood. Feeling better every day, uh, you know, day by day. Obviously, it happened Monday night, but um, it's getting, it's, it, I, I heal quick. I don't know if it's Wolverine blood or what. But uh... <laughs> Maybe, maybe honestly, they need to come up with an ingredient called Wolverine blood to put on his dangerous subs because we did him the courtesy of not playing that a, a second horrendously embarrassing Russell Wilson subway commercial with him doing all kinds of moves and talking about the different ways with which he eats his dangerous subs. It's just <laughs> some, somebody saved this man from himself. I don't know who's in Russell's ear. I don't know who's telling Russ or, you know, having the ability to uh, having the ability to help give Russ guidance over his marketing and public appearance decisions, but good God, he and the Wolverine blood, the dangerous subs, all of the cringiness that is Russell Wilson. This man, most especially on the football field, needs to bounce back. Producer Reed says, Mr. Unlimited has Wolverine blood. It all makes sense now. Yep, that's just that. Uh, man, Farley is just, I don't know, man. I'm speechless on him, says Justin Farr. Well, I mean, listen, Ugo Amadi is going to be healthy. Uh, he's not been on the injury report this week. I would assume that takes Caleb Farley out of the defensive lineup, um, which I would say is a good thing right now. I I don't know I I don't know what to make of him either honestly and I don't know how you fix the problem because um, obviously I'm not in the meeting rooms with him I you know I see what he works on every day I see um, how sometimes that gets lost in the shuffle when he's in live action and I don't know how you kind of I don't know how you bridge that gap it's just incumbent upon him to do so and you know certainly it's not for a lack of effort on the coaching staff it's just uh, it's a pretty big disconnect there man Jacob Bray says of Russell Wilson fakest person in the league ooh. I, I bet I could come up with some, well, I, I mean, but I like, you know, I know, I know, I, I don't want to, it sounds like a douchebag thing to say, but to, to say that I know some of these people in the league who I would consider to be faker than Russell Wilson, but I don't know that it would be hmm, a player less. I don't, I don't want to call him fake. Let's, I mean, I guess to call him less genuine is still calling him fake to a degree, but uh, who's a bigger fake than Russell Wilson in football right now. J.J. Watt is the only one that like has that same level of cheese. But even J.J., I mean, J.J.'s been, you know, people have been on J.J.'s ass for a long time about, you know, the Captain America bullshit that he does. And that's fine. Listen, J.J. is like the real, he's he's the closest thing to a physical super superhero I think any of us have seen. Him and like Roger Saffold are built like, you know, actual superheroes, like the Incredible Hulk. And uh, and uh, Clark Kent. So it's it's just 
I I almost I don't know maybe it's it's prisoner of the moment because Russ is just the most recent and JJ hasn't done anything cringeworthy in a while. But I feel like I feel like JJ's up there. JJ is definitely a you know he's got a little bit of that a little bit of that to him. Um, Tom Brady says Mark Jones. No, in fact I think Tom I think Tom is as real as he's ever been. Uh, I, you could probably accuse him of, of that in the first 20 years of his career when he was clearly having his personality suppressed by the Patriots. But these last, like, how long has Brady been a Buck? Three years, including this season? 2020 was the first season with the Bucs. Um, yeah, it's hard It's hard for me to say that Tom's been much of a fake right now. I think, uh, I think at this point it would seem. Anyway, let's uh, wrap this up for the week. I appreciate you guys spending some time with me on A to Z Sports Primetime. A couple of things to plug. Obviously, uh, we had David Long on the radio show today. It was phenomenal. Go check out that interview. David's always fun to talk to. You can listen to it as many times as you like in all the interviews that I do with all kinds of cool people. In the radio show's podcast feed, it's called The Buck Rising Show. Another thing, it is the crucial, crucial catch game for the Indianapolis Colts and the Tennessee Titans this week at Nissan Stadium. And I am a part of the American Cancer Society's Real Men Wear Pink campaign. So I'm going to tweet the link for you guys, for uh, for you guys to help me raise some money for breast cancer, cancer research. Here is a part of the Real Men Wear Pink of Nashville program. We are over halfway to our goal. Our goal collectively was 200,000. We have raised 103, north of 103,000 right now. But I could really, really use your guys' help in raising money for a fantastic cause that's going to continue to change lives and make sure that people can continue to receive proper both preventative care and care if they uh, do deal with such diagnosis. So uh, the website that you can go to to be able to do this is uh, I will, uh, again, I'll tweet the link for those of you who are with me on Twitter. Um, but the uh, Real Men Wear Pink website, you can go to the Real Men Wear Pink of Nashville. You can see the page that they have for me as a fundraiser organizer, and you can help me meet my goal. My goal is only $2,500 out of the 200000 that we are collectively raising. I hope that you'll help me do it. I'm excited about it. And I really appreciate the uh, the American Cancer Society for asking me to be involved. So uh, look for that link on Twitter if you uh, if you uh, would uh, be as, be kind enough to do so. In fact, um, if you will allow me, I will also drop that link into the chat for you guys across <clears throat> excuse me across the different platforms for you to be able to go directly to that link as well. And in the meantime, have a great rest of your weekend. I'm sure I'll see a bunch of you at Nissan Stadium on Sunday. Enjoy the game. Uh, Mark Jones wants to know, where is my pink? You know what, Mark? That's a good question. Um, my laptop bag's not up here. I, I, I'm literally, I can't get up and get it because it would it would take me off the camera and that would be terrible for this program. But there's my real men wear pink like gift bag with my pink tie, my pink socks that I'll wear on game day. And uh, I've got a little real men wear pink button to put on my uh, to put on one of the collars of my jacket that I'll wear on Sunday. So if you would do that, if you would help me out there, I would greatly appreciate it, as I always appreciate you guys. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Talk to you Sunday night from Nissan Stadium. 
There's Matt All right, Crater. we haven't scored a point since I came in here. I am gone, guys. What? what that's but, it. But we got a couple more questions. No, nope, that's right. it. <laughs> Peace out by the GM.